Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. I listen to get accurate, up-to-date information. I've learned so much from him. It is awesome. It's the best entertainment that I've found. You rock the health world. Keep it up. I love you. Now, the voice of health, freedom, and liberty, here's Robert Scott Bell. All right, folks, I'd like to say, uh, like Paul Revere, the British are coming, right? That, you, know, you know, the call to alert, the clarion call. But it turns out the Germans are back. The Germans are back. We got, I guess that's the ride of the Valkyrie there, Super Don. A little bit of audio uh, adjacent <laughs> to the Germans are back. What does that mean, the Germans are back? Because one of my best friends is from Germany. Lives in America now, loves America, loves freedom. But there's a great article we're going to open the show with today. I say great because it's very important. It's powerful. And if we go to robertscottbell.com, I'll show you right now. The Germans are back is the headline. Uh, and it's uh, break out the Wagner folks. Why? That's how it says the Germans are back. Where do we go? We go to this article at off-guardian.org. The off guardians of the galaxy, apparently. C.J. Hopkins, an American playwright in Germany wrote a very powerful piece on totalitarianism. Now, folks, this is not to pick on Germans because I've been to Germany and many, actually many times over the years in my younger years and have many friends in Germany, love them dearly, and they recognize the danger of totalitarianism. But this article is very important uh, because it's actually talking about the moves by many governments around the world, of course, specifically to, the, to this article. He's in Germany, this, this man. Uh, C.J. Hopkins writing about what's happening there and he, he doesn't hold any punches back. He says uh, he's not talking about the warm, fuzzy, wussified, peace loving post-war Germans. He's talking the Germans, you know, the ones I mean, the I don't know where the trains were going Germans, the I was just following orders Germans, the other Germans. Yeah, those Germans, he writes. This guy's a great writer. I was reading through this to I was actually reading it to Super Don. Were you intrigued or were you going, when does this end? It was it was really well written. <laughs> it's a very long. long yeah, it's article. a long piece, yes. but it's 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 really illustrative of what's happening not just in Germany but in countries around the world, including the United States and the various states. Uh, certainly, Australia. Uh, we've heard about it in uh, many countries in Europe, not just Germany. And so, I go back to this article as an opening here. Uh, November eighteenth, the German Parliament passed a law, the so-called Infection Protection Act. I can't even say it. Das Infektionsschutzengesetz. I'm not good at German. I have to call my wife in on that one. 
formally granting the government the authority to issue whatever edicts it wants under the guise of protecting the public health. Now, are any warning bells going off for you with this one? This just happened, what, two weeks ago? Now, the government before doing that has been doing that anyway. Ordering lockdowns, curfews, travel bans, banning demonstrations, raiding homes and businesses, ordering everyone to wear medical masks, harassing and arresting dissidents. But now it's legitimized its action by the Bundestag enshrined into law, presumably stamped with one of those intricate official stamps that German bureaucrats like to stamp things with. So they have the Infection Protection Act, which is rushed through Parliament and We're not saying, and he's not saying, it's the same thing as the Enabling Act of 1933, which formerly granted the government the authority to issue whatever edicts it wanted under the guise of remedying the distress of the people. And he says, I know it sounds similar, it's not the same. But this Protection Act, this current one, now makes tens of thousands of anti-totalitarian protesters who are gathering in the streets many of them carrying the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Germany, which the Parliament has just violated by passing this this act that they can do anything they want. Those, excuse me, protesters were met by riot police who declared the demonstration illegal because the people in the protest were not wearing masks. They beat up and harassed many of them, arrested many of them, hosed them down with water cannons. I don't know if you've seen images of this, but we, we've seen them in the news. And the German media, just like the American media, supporting the totalitarian edicts of a government gone rogue, a government captured by globalists, totalitarians, whether they be Democrat or Republican in our midst, targeting these people and name-calling them. People who protest for freedom, for the freedom to breathe. They're being targeted and they're being called names. In the, in the you know, Ministry of Propaganda, they're called corona deniers, far-right extremists, conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxers, neo-Nazis. And so that the people who are following along mindlessly with the mainstream media propaganda probably come up with the conclusion, well, they get what they deserve. They deserve it. If they're going out there protesting without masks, they should be hosed. But according to Orwellian talking points, a spokesperson for the Berlin police, who, by the way, the writer, the author of this article says they don't look like the the Gestapo or the Stasi or other notorious official ideology-enforcing goons, pointed out that their water cannons, get this, Super Don, were only being used to irrigate the protesters. Irrigate them. What? (laughs) Irrigation. (laughs) So those water cannons that will knock you off your feet. They were irrigating the protesters. We were just irrigating the protesters because they looked like they had wax in their ears, Oh, their well, maybe colons they were, were clogged they and they were thirsty, a yeah. little dehydrated. So we yeah. thought we'd irrigate the protesters with water cannons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty That's amazing. Creative. Yeah. But you follow along with this article. <laughs> and again, it's not just for my German listeners. We have viewers and listeners in Germany, in Deutschland, as we call them. 
This is happening all over in the United States, in Canada, in Australia, New Zealand, in many European countries. According to the government, the German media, the intelligentsia, basically anyone in public life who wants to remain there, these corona deniers are becoming a problem. They are spreading baseless, quote-unquote, conspiracy theories that are threatening the public health. Guess what? Legal fiction. It's communism. And causing distress to the German people, e.g. the vast majority of those infected suffer only mild to moderate flu symptoms or more commonly no symptoms at all. And that's over 99.7% survival rate. If you're younger, it's pretty much 100%. This is the battle line globally right now. Coronavirus is the excuse, even though we argue it has not been isolated By any terms of definition, if you look up the term isolation in a dictionary, even a medical dictionary, it will not, it will not explain what they call isolation of the SARS-CoV-2 or the coronavirus crazy of 2020 that they call the 2019 edition. And so they'll target us who simply point out the vacuous scientific claim of not only isolation, but that they have tests to to identify its presence as an actively replicating viral unique genome, if you will, which they haven't even addressed. The fact that they only have a segment of RNA that can be on anything and in anything and in anyone, depending on the number of amplification cycles they run on PCR so that everybody has it if they want it to be the case. Everybody has it. And so they rush out, what, a vaccine that those of us who know about the danger of vaccines long before there was a coronavirus, suddenly now we are joined by many other people that never perceived to have a dog in the so-called vaccine or anti-vaccine fight. People who are very much pro-vaccine have taken all vaccines and suddenly now they go on this one, I'm not so sure. And now they have a bigger problem. How do they convince those people who are now suspicious? And of course, they blame us. They're suspicious because of what we're doing, because of what people like Joshua Coleman are doing. By the way, Joshua Coleman's joining us shortly here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Very excited. Global phenomenon. The V is for vaccine movement. What is it? What does it translate to on this past Sunday of the holiday weekend here in America and around the world? We'll show you visually. It's pretty stunning. They try to ban you and deplatform you. Guess what? We go to the streets and we inform and educate directly to the people. And many people, millions, in fact, said to Cuomo and Newsom and others, pound sand, we're getting together with as many people as we want, as many people as we want. And remember, there were even gatherings, big gatherings of Thanksgiving celebrations in Southern California that were occurring. We talked about that last week as well. So we come back to this article. It's a long article. I just want to paraphrase the key points here about the movement in Germany to basically pass a law legitimizing their lockdowns, their protest, uh, uh, what we call shutdowns. Consent Factory wrote as a tweet, for the benefit of those who don't read German, this is Aziz Boskert, SPD politician and chairman of the Migration and Diversity Working Group in the SPD, calling for people who refuse to conform to the insane new normal ideology to be deported. Do you get what's happening yet? How? By boxcar? Hello, my German friends. Do you see what your government is doing? You've already been down this road, and we are warning you in America, in Canada, in Australia, that they are taking the Nazi playbook 
and giving it new life. They're not calling it Nazism. In fact, they're calling us somehow neo-Nazis for not wanting to comply with a new normal that means permanent masking, satanic masking rituals. You should see this article. You should read it. You should share it. Now, this author is saying he's not calling Germans Nazis, but he's calling them totalitarians. And I think that's an important distinction here only because the word Nazi, as we know, is so charged that people lose their mind when they hear the term and they don't think clearly or critically anymore. But totalitarians are behaving much like them, functions like a cult. It creeps up on you little by little by little. The lies, the little lies, they continue to creep. Accommodation by accommodation, rationalization by rationalization until one day you find yourself taking orders from some twisted little narcissistic nihilist on a mission to remake the entire world. You don't surrender to it all at once. You do it over the course of weeks and months. And your reality has shifted. Some people call that the slippery slope. C.J. Hopkins, check this guy out. And Super Don, if you can get this guy uh, linked up, I'd love to interview him. Because what he put out there is so very important. It's what we've been talking about. The risk is real. It's happening in real time. The question is, will you recognize it before there's no one left, left to speak for you as they're putting you on a boxcar to deport you from life itself, perhaps? I don't need to uh, say any more on this. I'm going to take a quick break, but this, this break is not a commercial break. This break is a three-minute video put together by our friend Joshua Coleman on the Vs for, uh, V for Vaccine um, uh, tour, I shall say, that he wasn't even on. Around the world, it's taken on a life of its own. He said, hey, get out there with those uh, banners. I participated in one of those a month or two ago, and they did it all around the world. Y'all check out this video. It's quite amazing. And then we'll be uh, joined by Joshua Coleman, who started an incredible movement. Hashtag V is for vaccine. We'll tell you about the other hashtag that's moving on as I show you more images from around the world. But enjoy this. I may talk over it because a lot of people listen to the show and don't watch it uh, later. Uh, so uh, I apologize if you get annoyed with me, but you, you might have to deal with it. Check it out. Here we go. The head of the uh, vaccine program in the United States this morning is saying that they expect to get vaccines by December 11th. First Americans could get it in just three weeks. The United States have already purchased 100 million doses of this particular one. We are ready to start shipping vaccines within 24 hours. It will take some 8,000 fully loaded 747 cargo planes to deliver 1 billion doses to the U.S. market. I mean, we're literally talking about vaccinating every man, woman, and child on the planet. Facebook and then Twitter booted me off their platforms. Facebook has deleted our channel. YouTube deleted the high wire. Facebook deleted the high wire. Now, partly because of a clampdown on social media, people are really taking this movement sort of to the streets. We are taking it to the streets. The clarity of the placards, of the banners. There's Josh Coleman just describing what we're seeing on screen right now. T-shirts, stormtroopers, Star Wars. 
creativity is beautiful and reaching the people everywhere where they are or they are in now. Vaccines are made with aborted fetal cells. Look at the group gathering to protest. B is for vaccine. And then the biggest demonstration was just two days ago, November 29th. It was in Australia, in Canada, United Kingdom, all 50 states. Check it out over the highways of America. COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers are exempt from liability. Follow hashtag V4V Global Demo for pictures and videos from the event. We're going to show you that shortly. Go to V is for vaccine dot com if you want to organize or donate it is giving tuesday and i want to thank our good buddy joshua coleman for doing a sensational job and putting that together and and the video is quite quite amazing josh and just the experience that you were able to gather it from all over the world and put it together like that so quickly as i said if we had one tenth of your video skills we'd be everywhere way to go josh hold on let me unmute you i apologize stand by Go ahead, go. Thanks so much. Yeah, so I started organizing this right after I got back from that that Utah trip that you you went out and demonstrated on. Mm-hmm. And and this thing now it, it didn't require you being there. Apparently, people have banners all over the world now that they printed up or ordered whatever, and they're taking it to the streets. As we said, your point: they deplatform, they censor, they shadow ban. But we've taken advantage of this artificial reality, I believe, as long as we can, and we'll continue to do it as long as we can. But in the meantime, I think, Josh, the reason why they're so eager to shut us down and keep us distance from one another is because we'll do these things, we'll see these things, we'll talk to each other, and we'll learn about these facts, and then more people will wake up and go, what the hell were we thinking? We're not going for this. Well, and, and, and they've been making the argument for us for so long. You know, every article for very long has been anti-vaxxers think vaccines cause autism, but we've already proved that that's not true. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a muddy argument. That's, that's, a, that's a hard one to go down even because they've, they've, been, they've been talking about that for, for decades now. So they've really muddied the waters. And so it's nice now that we're, we're shifting, you know, the, this conversation to things that they really can't deny and and manufacturers not having liability is a big one mm-hmm. when i was out uh doing this a uh, couple of months i don't even know how, when it was but for the most part we got a lot of honks and thumbs up there were a few people that were kind of yelling at us and and there's still that element of if you do this don't leave the signs up alone stick with it we were there the whole time because there are people that will try to sabotage it and rip the signs down and things but more people as i pointed out at this point in time that never thought they'd have a bone in the so-called vaccine argument, pro or anti. They were just kind of, hey, whatever. Now, in the face of a forced coronavirus vaccine, it seems that we're gaining more, I hesitate to say converts, but people that are awake and going, why would I want to do that? Why would you want to force it on me? That's not, that doesn't play well with me. I think up until recently, we've we've been in a situation where we're, we've been out talking about vaccines and people aren't really, even interested about the topic unless they're currently vaccinating their babies, you know? So uh, for the first time ever, 
every single human being is thinking about vaccines and they know that the COVID-19 vaccine is coming, mm -hmm. that they're being told that that's the solution to the problem, that everything can go back to normal as soon as you get that vaccine. So now every single person is interested in this. And uh, and people are thinking more about their freedoms now more than ever before and going and, and saying, you know, the government is going too far. And so I, I have been blown away at how receptive people have been to the messaging uh, now more than ever as as of 2020 uh the positivity is incredible and 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 the positivity is way bigger than any negativity so yeah you, and your point is most people don't think about vaccines we've been warning them about adult vaccine mandates and things but it wasn't likely to succeed because most adults realize why would i why would i do that but they've created this artifice of, of a, a fear-based, fear-porn scenario where we're all going to die unless they bring it out. Of course, it's obvious to most people who are still thinking that most people are not going to die from whatever they claim this is. In fact, the only people who are dying are pretty much vulnerable, end-stage, multi-comorbidities, multi-medicated uh, elders, with rare exception. And even in those arguments that uh, younger people are dying, it's arguable whether that's actually the case caused by this, this scenario of a, of a COVID uh, virus, so to speak. And J Josh, what we have is, as you said, more people are coming in realizing like with the uh, uh, Australian airline Qantas coming out and saying, well, you're not going to get on our planes coming internationally unless you're It's like suddenly it got real for a lot of people that thought, wow, I won't be able to get on an airplane without one of these things. Well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they, they go through with that and uh, and people stop going. So people stop riding their airline and then, then their airline goes bankrupt. You know, that's ultimately, I think, hopefully that's going to start happening as these uh, businesses try to bully people. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as there's an alternative, they're going to make it real easy for us to make a choice and say, you know what? We're not going with the bully. We're going to go with these other people and we can watch these businesses tank one after another. Yeah, I, I think that if, if we really had a, a free market, for choosing like who can we fly right now we see the compliance at the airline corporate level for masking has been across the board universal and we're, we're hearing people that are lifetime million milers for airlines being treated as if they are you know criminals for and they're they're being deboarded they're they're losing their ticket and they're, they're suddenly now banned for life from those airlines so what are these businesses doing it's not good business what they're doing it tells me that there are other elite controllers, so to speak, of these global corporations that want to institute a totalitarian vaccine edict like we opened with totalitarianism in Germany and elsewhere that will cause, I believe, more people to rise up and wake up and go, whoa, I didn't have, like I said, I, I wasn't interested in this, but now you got my attention. Yeah, you're 100% you're right. And that is frightening because these businesses forever, their most important thing has always been their bottom line, how to make the most profit possible. And we're seeing now businesses make these decisions that that are uh, they are pushing an agenda. I mean, even with Netflix and the, and the movie Cuties, uh, this is obviously a different topic, but they decided to double down and triple down on this thing, regardless of the fact that they're losing all this money. So it's it's really shocking. And yeah, there, there are... Uh, there is some kind of elite global uh, pressure going on for these uh, companies across the board. And uh, but but fortunately, you know, people really are waking up. You know, we used to say that it takes it sometimes takes a person to have a vaccine injured child to really look at this and really 
uh, understand mm -hmm. what's going on right now. But you know, maybe it also takes their business to be destroyed, or their livelihood to be taken away, or their their family situation to be mm -hmm. disrupted. You know, because the kids are at home and or whatever else, and and people are waking up in droves. Yeah, it's a great point, Josh. That this is a gift to all of us who have been warning people about the danger of vaccines. That there are fewer vaccine injuries in the year 2020 because there are fewer vaccines given because there are fewer well baby visits to make well baby sick baby. That's a big issue here. We've covered that. Uh, interestingly enough, all cause mortality is level or even down. And all the things that used to be normal, including heart disease, have dropped precipitously while this thing called COVID is suddenly taken over the world which means that there isn't a pandemic at all. We've been scammed completely. Now, you and I have been arguing, and, and you know, you have a very strong reason to, within your family to argue for the danger of vaccines and having recognized the injury that has happened in your family. Uh, but as we see now, it's before the injury is occurring. Maybe this will prevent future injuries from happening. So ironically, they're kind of playing right into our hands, like we have them right where we want them. Oh, th this could be a nightmare for them. You know, they, they, this this vaccine uh, has been has been it's gone through uh, it's jumped through all the hoops faster than any other vaccine ever before. They're using brand new technology. If this vaccine is dangerous, and of course we really don't know how dangerous it is because they're not doing the safety testing uh, at the at the same basic level as all other medicines. If this vaccine is 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 really dangerous this could be the end of the vaccine program. They start dosing millions of people and bad things happen on a, on a high level. That, that could be the end of them. So it's, it's, they're taking one heck of a gamble right now, I think. Yeah, and, and Joshua, your, your program, the V is for Vaccine program, was, is brilliant because it's taken a lot of the things that are very hard to communicate, boil them down, if you will, into very simple statements that are factual inarguable in a sense because they're just fa there's not emotion in them they're just stating facts that people will read and now they have to confront they're confronted with something that's very uncomfortable for some yet in this era of well they're coming for you with a vaccine which you didn't think was going to happen most adults and suddenly you're like wait whoa, 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 whoa. you mean the COVID-19 vaccine carries no liability for instance as one example of something that is in the news everywhere and then they realize they can shoot me up and I can't do anything about it if I'm injured or even killed yeah, and at the same time that they're telling us that this is the most uh, safe vaccine on the market, they're also not liable for any any damage or any deaths that come from that vaccine. So anybody really thinking about it is going to understand there's something wrong here. It really can't be as safe as they say. And and you know, with Vs for vaccine, what we've kind of thought about is is you know we have the most passionate activists, the the health freedom activists that have been out there communicating the dangers of vaccines. And I think one of the things that we you know noticed that uh, activists all over the country have been doing is they go out and they have 120 different things to tell you, the 120 different things, the reasons why, legitimate reasons why they might you might want to think twice about vaccines. But the thing is, is we don't need 120 things. It's it's almost like I really want to like look at what the pharmaceutical companies are doing. They've got five or six things they've been pushing out for decades now, and they programmed everybody. You know, everybody remembers vaccines are safe and effective. Everybody remembers you need herd immunity to get rid of disease, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And 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 those are real broad and encompass the whole program. So with BS for vaccine, the, the concept is is to just work on, you know, maybe eight to ten different easy to uh, back up, easy to understand, broad 
uh, understandings about the risks with vaccines. And, uh, you know, and every single thing that we talk about is backed up with government sources. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, we don't really we don't really talk about vaccines and autism. Obviously, that's one of the biggest problems with the program. Uh, but when you notice that the news will make it about autism, regardless of what you're talking about, regardless of if your demonstration or, or issue has anything to do with autism, they'll push it there mm -hmm. because they know it's confusing and they know that people actually associate that with flat earthers. They've just demonized that so much. So I don't go down that road. I'm not going to go and argue this the way that the pharmaceutical companies and the media wants us to argue. Right. We're going to choose the argument and we're going to make it the strongest arguments possible. Yeah, I find it uh, very uh, ironic that as we go out with these, the information specific to what's going on right now related to this proposed COVID vaccine or vaccines, that the media is desperately trying to go back to their so-called winning argument because it muddies the water. It's got this program into people that vaccines don't cause autism. It's like, we're not even touching that. It's not even right now. That's not even the issue. Whether we believe it or not, it's irrelevant. We're talking about what's going on. And they're, they're like, no, no, go back to when you used to say this, please. <laughs> it's like, no, sorry. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and fascinatingly enough, you know, so my story, you know, I'm a father of a vaccine injured child. So my child, after his 17 month round of vaccines, ended up with something called transverse myelitis. And that is where the uh, his immune system was confused by the vaccination, attacked the myelin around his spinal cord, caused a spinal cord injury. And now he's paralyzed with flaccid paralysis from the waist down. Well, interestingly enough, the AstraZeneca vaccine the COVID-19 vaccine by AstraZeneca was found to be call, uh, causing transverse, transverse myelitis. myelitis. That's yeah. right. And it's interesting, you know, that, that made uh, uh, big global news, but most of the articles didn't talk about what happens when a person gets transverse myelitis, that they usually end up with a, with a spinal cord injury and, mm -hmm. and, and you can kill them or, or they end up with permanent paralysis. So it's, it's a serious thing. And, you know, I, I know friends and family of mine that probably were we're doubting that my, my son's transverse myelitis was caused by vaccination up until they started reading those articles about the COVID-19 vaccine. But, you know, I, I can say that that's that's a serious adverse reaction. And uh, and for that to happen, I think it was one of 20,000 people in the study. That's that's terrifying. And it's, it's certainly not a safe vaccine. We're talking with Joshua Coleman, V is for vaccine. We've got all the links in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take a brief break here and say thanks to our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health. When we come back, Josh, I want to show the, the images from around the world of people that were going out. And this is why they're nervous. The, the pro-vaccine fanatics, the cultists on COVID and other, they are very nervous because these are people who are not being paid to spend hours outside, often now in cold, frigid weather, to hang signs, to get their hands dirty and muddy. And no one's paying them to do that. And that is what has them so nervous because those activists that are pro-vaccine will not show up to anything unless they are paid. <laughs> There's a big difference in those who are committed to winning in this case. And winning, of course, is freedom, the freedom to choose whether to vaccinate or not. Ultimately, even if we would argue that the vaccines end up on the market via fraud and then they use fear and force to put them on everybody so stand by for that josh we're going to show the images and we'll talk more about the hashtag what by the way what is the hashtag everybody can look up v for v global demo and the four is the number four so v for v global, global demo. demo and we'll show you what that looks like uh with images when we come back from this break say thanks to our friends at trinity school of natural health trinityschool.org and we'll be right back
For thousands of years, the iris has been examined to determine potential deficiencies and health issues in the body. Every human optic nerve contains between 800,000 to 1.7 million nerve fiber endings. These nerves connect our eyes to the brain and continue down our spinal cord, connecting to every organ and gland in our body. This course utilizes the iridology chart developed by Bernard and Ellen Jensen, which tells us what markings in the iris may be pointing to issues in certain organs or glands. In this course, you will learn how to identify the genetic strengths and weaknesses with organs, glands, and tissues, tendencies towards tissue irritation and inflammation, how to find the potential ability of an organ's reaction to the presence of illness, Discernment of familial patterns of illness, including digestive issues, blood sugar tendencies, blood anomalies, and heart issues. And how to locate potential nervous system imbalances, spinal subluxations, circulatory disturbances, connective tissue weakness, and much, much more. Iridology is a fascinating art and science. Learning it will change the way you look at the human eye. If you're interested in learning iridology or have questions whether it's right for you or not, please send us an email or call and get started on your journey to transform the world. All right, we're back, and Joshua Coleman is back, V for Vaccine. Uh, we wanna, I want to show some images here, Josh, and you said the hashtag V, number four, V4V, Global Demo. If you're on, I guess, social media, you'll probably see this. I'm going to show everybody while we're talking about this, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did you send everybody a bunch of cash to go out and do this around the world? No, no. Uh, well, there, there was a little bit of funding. We, we did help some people out. So there, mm -hmm. there were, uh, there was a, a big funder in California that actually sent us, uh, a, a bit of money. Um, and so we, anybody who couldn't pull the money together for a banner, mm -hmm. uh, some States, we bought them outright in some States, we just paid half for the banner. Uh, but most of these areas, most of these communities, they just raised money. Everybody pitched right. in their nickels and dimes. And in fact, the banner printing company, we've been using them so much for signs and for banners that they're cutting us a ridiculous rate. I mean, it's, it's, it's That's great. We're paying about a third, what we should be paying through anybody else. Nice. Uh, you know, it's really just, you know, we're, it's, we're tapping into mm -hmm. these passionate activists. You know, the, these people are are hungry to go out and get out there and educate. Yeah. You know, and, and and they can shadow ban all they want. You know, they've taken the high wire down. They've taken stop mandatory vaccination page down. Um, and I'm I'm sure I'm next. But the thing is, is I've already made all these connections. Mm -hmm. I know activists in every single state. I know the activists in all the other countries. Yeah. I have their personal information, so they can do whatever they want to to me. They're not going to stop this. And in fact, when they take me down, when my pages go down, I mean they're already already shadow banned to hell. But yeah. when they actually take my pages down, that's just going to piss me off. And then I'm going to really make an example out of them and go twice twice as hard. Yes, Ob One. Uh, strike me down. I know it's awesome what you're doing. And, right. and when you say money is being raised, it isn't to pay for these people to go out and put these signs up. It's to pay for the, the signs. It's to pay for the, the banners. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, a little bit of money can go really, really far. And this is the, the whole V is for vaccine campaign is, is all about like, you know, being as effective as possible for as cheap as possible. You know, these signs, these signs cost about 30 bucks each. They're massive. They're big. They're two foot by three foot. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're practically indestructible. And we learned that at the Women's March where uh, a woman's sign was attacked and thrown on the ground and stepped on and, and bent. And it's still a good sign and can still be used. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's the thing is they, they, they can't stop this from happening. So I'm, I'm scrolling down with that hashtag on, on Facebook right now, V4V global demo. And I'm seeing 
all kinds of videos about the events people are putting up, images, uh, news news reports, um, just b- some beautiful things. There's some of my friends from Ohio, Scott, and uh, uh, we've got amazing things that are happening out there. There's, uh, wow, this is amazing. All right, so I'm looking here in Dublin, Ohio, where they not only have the banners up, but they actually have the signs that they're holding up, the placards for people as they pass by, even over the, uh, there's my friend Kristen Chevrier uh, in Utah with Your Health Freedom talking about uh, the events on a number of overpasses there. Uh, this one is looking like, uh, I don't even know all the cities that are covered here as I'm scrolling down, Josh. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And I got to say, you know, the, the activists are amazing. You know, I, I called and, and pretty much almost every single person I called, almost every single one, as soon as I pitched them on what I was trying to put together, said, I'm in, I'm in, let's make that happen. And they made it happen. And, and they worked hard and, and collected people and collected mm-hmm. money and, and people, some people went farther with it. And, and some people did as much as they possibly could. Uh, it's just a uh, it's, it's it's so exciting. It's so exciting to see this. Yeah, I see in Dallas, uh, Texas. Uh, let's see, where else are we talking about? Uh, North Carolina. I'm just going on down, and you're seeing this with videos showing the uh, overpasses. And you know what's another, what's another side benefit, side of, this, benefit Josh? of this, Josh? The people that get together are strengthening, are strengthened by being together, which is my point in, in COVID crazy. They're trying to divide us, separate us, keep us isolated. So we don't come together and see one another and connect heart to heart and speak voice to voice about our experiences and share and be strengthened by our, the presence being in the presence of people. They are desperate to keep us isolated and in home and divided. There's St. Louis and St. Charles, uh, Missouri. Here we've got signs. Vaccines are made from aborted fetal cells. I keep scrolling down. This keeps going. I don't know if we'll be able to get it through the whole show here, Josh, but you see what I'm saying about people getting together that are enjoying their time, even though it's a very serious topic. Kids are coming out. They're bundled up. It's cold, but they're coming together. They're smiling and grateful to be able to come together to do this. They know they're doing good. Yeah, there's been a few events that that we we did that were a little rough, like for instance the women's march and also Comic Con. Uh, and and at the end of the day, I just I, I felt bad as an organizer. But then when all the people came back. And collected by the end of the day, they were smiling and couldn't be more happy and feeling empowered. And that's what I'm seeing as I look through these images and videos. I see these big smiles and people are feeling empowered. And and another nice side effect of, of this event in particular is, is the uh, – the connections that are being made. Mm-hmm. You know, now we know who the players are in New Hampshire and Maine and uh, West Virginia and all these different places. Everybody is now connecting and finding the health freedom groups in other states, other wonderful activists, and uh, it's, it's a great networking uh, connection. Yeah. Oh, this is this is absolutely heartwarming to see over 130 locations across the world: Australia, Canada, UK. United States and and probably growing. I know people are going to see this and go, wow, how do I get in on that? Is it that they need to go to vsforvaccine.com and order the banners or how does that work? How do they fundraise? What do they do? So we, we have we have all the materials on vsforvaccine.com. So we have the graphics for the signs. So they can they can download the graphics, build their own signs. We have tutorials and, and show people how to actually build the signs. We also sell some signs because if you can't get them for less than we sell them for, we encourage them to buy them from us so that they're paying the cheapest possible price. And the banners that we have a link to the website that sells the banners, and they're giving us free shipping until the end of the year, which is an incredible deal. And 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 again, the the price for the banners is less than four hundred dollars, which which is exceptional. And these can be used again and again and again. And of course, now all these states, all fifty states who have these materials, 
still have these materials and can go out anytime and put these up. All right, Super Don, we got to bring you into the mix because obviously it's one of those days where you didn't nap early before the show. And uh, apparently there's something not exciting you about this topic. You love Josh. Come on. What's going on over there? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like you got a turkey coma going on over there. I hear that yawn. We got to get you up on an overpass, Super Don, there in Klamath. We need a group in Klamath to do this. Do they have any overpasses in Klamath, or is it too small? No, no, no there's, there's not. Well, not like the ones we were just looking at in the videos, but mm-hmm. the smaller, well, we smaller that. There, there were a couple, a couple areas that where they were not finding, uh, uh, you know, freeway overpasses like ours in in California, um, and and even Alaska. Uh, they were like, well, you know, Mr. Coleman, it's going to be about negative 10, negative 20 degrees here on that day. So they made actually a billboard style banner with the same message and got it up on a big, I believe, uh, some big trucks and hung it across and had it visible from the road. So there were a few people that had to um, just, you know, use their heads and creativity and, and do it differently. And they did it differently and they got that message out in their area. Fantastic. So this is to me, this is just beginning to gain momentum even though it was huge already to see what happened this past sunday there are so many uh regions and cities that have not plugged into this that if you see these things and look up that hashtag you're going to be able to connect with people that you if you don't already know them and love them you will you will appreciate them these are the people that are stepping up for freedom and are warning like you know i I opened the show the british are coming you know it's like the warning and i'm not picking on the brits i'm talking about the vaccinators are coming that kind of concept where you're, you're part of the warning to protect the innocent, those who have not yet to be harmed or injured or even killed. This is a, a very much a preventive measure at this point. We can do little to prevent what has already happened, but we can certainly do things to stop the, what seems to be inevitable in terms of the incremental movement toward a police state that mandates injection in order to have a job, much less get on an airplane or a bus or go in the library or wherever you want to go to a, to a restaurant or, a, or a, a supermarket. So, Josh, this is a big preventive measure. Yeah, it's, and it's soft messaging and, and easy to understand and easy to understand why, you know, this this is this, these things are issues. You know, we, we we had a few other messages out there talking about how the COVID-19 vaccine was not placebo safety tested. And, and even simple, simple messages like COVID-19 vaccine mandates violate bodily autonomy. And that's a message that we put out more in, in blue states and in uh, more liberal areas so that they understand that when they, they believe in uh, full bodily autonomy for for the rights of abortion, that they should also believe uh, full bodily autonomy for the rights of being vaccinated or not vaccinated. And and people need to understand that, you know, they might think, well, they're not being forced. This is major coercion. And, and we see that with schools. We see that with the single moms across the country who are, you know, barely staying afloat. And when they're told you have to vaccinate your child or keep them home and homeschool them, that's not really an option. So that, in a way, is forced vaccination. And, and we're going to see that kind of coercion coming soon. So, I mean, this is this is really important. So are there any uh, events that we should let people know about right now? Or is there a way that they can sign up for email alerts at V is for vaccine so you can update people? Because I know you can't call everybody. Call this everybody. movement is growing. So how do they get the word? <laughs> how do they get the word? Yeah, there, you can you can sign up on V is for vaccine and, and for our newsletter. And, and we try to connect with everybody. We don't have anything plan just yet. This was the big one that we've been working on. But the beautiful thing is, is, you know, the, the beginning of this was me just saying, hey, the biggest traffic day of the year is coming up. 
Sunday, November 29th, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we need to do something. We need to take advantage of this. Mm -hmm. And so that's what people need to do. I mean, this this template, it, it, it's just, it's available for anybody and anybody can do this. Two or three people can go put up a banner. You don't need mm -hmm. a bunch of people. You know, two or three people can raise $400 and go get a banner and go out and do that. These, these signs, you know, they cost about 30 bucks each. People can raise just mm -hmm. enough money to buy one. Even a person with one can strategically go, I'm gonna go to the mall. I know the malls are busy right now because of Christmas and I'm going to stand at the entrance or I'm going to get five friends and we're going to stand at every entrance and every exit and every person going in and out of that mall is going to see this and read this message. They can't help it. I mean, it's like forced education. They're big and, and uh, you know, people, they look that direction, they read the words, mm -hmm. they assimilate the information and they talk about it. Josh, I'm, I'm thinking about your kids <clears throat> looking at you looking and at it almost you. brings a tear to my eye because they know their dad didn't you know hide from the fight stood up and did everything within his power to prevent more kids from being harmed much less adults and i want to you know my plea to everyone that listens and watches the robert scott bell show you know uh this is an activist show well I, this is not about passivity and maybe you're getting a call to action right now by what josh is doing and being inspired now you could do it in your own way as well i'm not telling you what to do or how to do it but this is something everybody can tap into. And I want it to be so your kids and grandkids will look at you, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle. You did everything within your power to prevent what is coming down the pike if you do not put a stop to this. And so I just love that your kids get to see you as a dad that's a warrior, a real warrior, to step it up, to protect the innocent, to protect those yet to be harmed, hopefully never to be harmed. And uh, Josh, I love you and appreciate you so much for all that you're doing. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's, it's really cute. Like my kids, you know, I've been doing this for about six years and, and for the first five years, they've, they've kind of just dad's doing his thing and they're very, very young. And, and over the last year, they're finally starting to understand what's going on and what I'm doing and they appreciate it. And it's, it's really sweet hearing, hearing some of the things that they say. And, and you're touching and impacting the world and the people on it for the better, Josh. And I know you can sleep well at night and I'm good to have your kids look at you and, and recognize you for what you are doing and what an inspiration for them in their life moving forward as they grow and uh, decide what they're going to do with their lives because it's more than about accumulating, about accumulating stuff, stuff, as you, stuff know. as you know. It's about uh, service to that which is most holy. And I think this is a godly mission, if there ever was one, to protect the innocent from being harmed and killed by these things. Yeah, it's it, this. Is, I I feel like I can't stop. You know, this is this is just something. You know, I, I see a need that needs to be filled, and I, I've been moving forward and doing uh, as much as I can. And of course, I don't do this alone. My uh, my partner with Vs for Vaccine, Olivia Mykos, your distant cousin, according to Twenty Three and Me, yes. uh, is a huge help and organizer on this. So, um, big shout to Olivia. Olivia, shout out. We love you too. Thank you for supporting and, and being an, an activist in this way as well. And uh, for those of you, not many of you in the audience that are pro-vaccine fanatics, uh, you're in big trouble because people are on a mission. This is not just a, a, a drive-by. This is something that people are living for to protect others now. And it cannot be quenched through suppression, through uh, uh, banishing and deplatforming and censoring. Uh, you've already lost. The question is, when do you come over and realize it versus fighting a worthless effort that is only going to be destructive of your ends 
and to your damnation to promote this totalitarian vaccine agenda at a time where we need people to come together in love and upliftment and in worship and in celebration of life, not to live in fear and uh, uh, diminishment of that which is most holy. Again, the breath of life itself. Uh, so, Josh, again, I can't say enough nice things about you. When we're off the air, I'll say the other stuff. But for now, <laughs> it's always good to have you on board. I appreciate you so much. And uh, we'll look forward to getting you back on. The moment there's a, an update or an announcement, please let us know because we want to let the world know as well. Right on. Will do. Thanks for having me on. All right. That's Joshua Coleman. V is for vaccine. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate you so very much. And big hugs to your kids. And uh, look forward to getting you on again soon. All right, Super Don, there you go. We, I mean, that was, that was uh, absolutely terrific in what I see the impact of what Joshua Coleman is doing, how it is manifesting exactly in the way that those bad guys that are trying to suppress it are going, ooh, we can't stop that. You know, we can deplatform, we can censor, but they're not going to be able to stop a group of people getting together, putting up banners. Even the police recognize this is a First Amendment protected activity. Yeah, um, you know, all you got to do is spend just a few minutes like you did on that Facebook page mm-hmm. and just scroll down and it's just post after post after post. This thing was huge. Uh, when you see the sheer size and the scope of the involvement, mm-hmm. not and not just here in this country, but, but uh, worldwide. Yeah, I'm um, scrolling again. I, 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 I couldn't even get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, it just this keeps going amazing. and going and going and state after state and city after city and, you know, big groups of people on the overpasses and, and you know, to have that many people participating on that level mm-hmm. was just amazing. It just, well, it uh, look at that. Vaccines are made from aborted fields. These messages are indisputable, irrefutable. And, you know, people seeing them, I'm not saying that it's the Oh, this is it. We've won. I mean, but we have in a sense, because if you have people that are willing to take time away, think about this Sunday of the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, where all you want to do is just, as you said, go into a turkey coma and relax and do nothing. You've you've maybe hosted, you've traveled, and these people have gone out in the cold in many places around the country, around the world, and spent time getting their hands dirty parking, driving, all of the things that go on. These are people that will not stop based on telling them they can't do it. In fact, the more they're told they can't do it, the more determined they become. And they can't well, win against that. And find me a group of on any of those videos of people that look like, man, I don't want to be here. No. Right? <laughs> it was fun. It was party. Everybody was having a good time. And uh, and enjoying themselves and feeling like they were part of something bigger, which which they which they were they and are. they are. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and this is the thing. People are, are longing for that right now. In fact, I think here we go. I just seeing what's on that. I think we're in the hashtag too, because I see our video playing on Facebook right now, which is cool. Look, but the smiles, the love that is shared, they they really feel like and they are doing extraordinary things. And and y'all want good news. This is good news. People coming together on a mission with a great passion of their own accord, of their own, you know, free choice to say, you know what? I want to do something. I want to make an impact that's going to be good for people. I don't want to uh, play this fear game. I don't want to distance. I want to get together with my friends, my peers or friends to be or family members. Look at this. 
look at, I'm just scrolling through these pictures even now, and I, I don't know how far down this list it keeps going using mm-hmm. that hashtag V4V Global Demo. Josh started just too a, a cool, right? here. Yeah, it's, this is great. And there's a, the Vax bus going by in Australia. There's a video of that as well where they've done it down under. They're on the wrong side of the road, as you can see, the left side. Those of you listening in the U.K., I know you got a bone to pick with me right now. But uh, we got to deal with it. Now, let's see. What do we got? Uh, there's another story here I want to get to this hour before we take our break. Um, speaking yeah, of injuries. This- Right? Yeah, vaccine injury, you know, as far as, uh, you know, vaccine injury compensation, right? Mm-hmm. And we've we've talked about this before. Uh, we've covered the reports that have come out, you know, every quarter. Health Impact News has done a great job of keeping people, uh, you know, connected on what it is that's coming up in the state, you know, the stat, uh, stats and the data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I saw this this morning. I was just like, hmm. This is interesting because you know the headline. I couldn't. I couldn't just go past. Government is proposing making it harder to get vaccine injury compensation, and I'm thinking, oh man, here we go, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've been talking about you know the the injuries that most people don't even acknowledge in government um, when you're talking about you know seizures and death and paralyzation yep. and, wh- and, and things and stuff. What was one of the banner statements? COVID nineteen vaccines makers have no liability. Right. That's right. And, and and that's a shocker for a lot of people. It's like, of course they do. Yeah. I, they, oh, sure. They, of course they do. You got, you can sue them. No, there have been a number. I've seen a number of times where uh, there were interviews being done, like on a news station mm-hmm. and the, the, the person they were interviewing brought that up and the newscaster or the interviewer just had this befuddled look on their face. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. They still yeah, don't but, know. And so this article points out the fact that the, as hard as it is already, through the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program to get uh, compensated for injury, they're going to make it even more difficult for you. Now, uh, is it, you see this image, this guy holding his shoulder. Right. That seems to be the growing uh, uh, claim, shoulder injury related to vaccine administration. Yeah. They call it CERVA. And vasovagal syncope, fainting loss of consciousness, were added uh, to the you know list of things that can be compensated as an injury due to vaccine, and there's quite a few of those. In fact, I mean, it's on some of the charts that I've seen in the past. Oh, it's big. It's growing. It's a big yeah. thing. It's it's a lot. So you know, you would think, yeah, you know, for the longest time, people would say, listen, you know, what about autism, right? Mm-hmm. You know, vaccine induced autism, and and they just they they just won't acknowledge that that's even uh, an, uh, a possibility, right? You know, no, no, no. And I've seen in some of these articles where they've talked with people like Anthony Fauci and Paul Offit and stuff, and they themselves said, oh, look, I mean, you know, okay, you might get some shoulder pain, right. you know, or so, and they're, where they're trying to say, oh, you know, you guys sitting there talking about autism, oh, no, whatever. Yeah, yeah, shoulder pain. That's what, you know, that that's what you might get. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's as serious as it gets, right? Well, leave it to the dang government. Mm-hmm. to now apparently want to step in now and say that now they're going to consider not compensating people for shoulder injuries. And and the syncope, which can re- result in falls that result in even more serious injuries that are not directly related to the vaccine <laughs> itself. It's like if you get rid of that, what is, I mean, what, what's left, mm-hmm. right? That they're going to, to compensate people because they weren't compensating people. The vast majority of people that were coming in with, with claims, they mm-hmm. weren't, uh, doing anything, they were saying no. It had nothing to do with the vaccine, but they were compensating yeah. people at least for this. So uh, they've acknowledged it, but now the Department of Health and Human Services 
as they've added the serva to the vaccine injury table in 2016, uh, now they're like re-examining it to somehow remove it so that it, it's not as easy to get compensated. And once again, the compensation's not coming from the vaccine manufacturer. It's coming from the U.S. taxpayer. Right. It's a taxpayer fund with every vaccine and every antigen. I don't know how they're going to do it with the mRNA. It goes into a specific fund that is basically no fault per se, because the vaccine makers are never held liable for this. And, uh, you know, so good luck trying to get compensation for your kid, for instance. But now there'll be more adults if they go along with this. And I think that they are fearing that large annual payments uh, because of this is it's making the news. And it this looks is increasing. Bad, right? They're, yeah. It's reinforcing what they call vaccine hesitancy, which if you can't remember back in the early, was it 2019, January, that was the big news. The World Health Organization declared vaccine hesitancy as one of the top 10 threats to global health. And then it became the agenda shifted. Suddenly now it was to attack anybody who has a moment to pause and think and consider, you know, I heard somebody got a flu shot and they got very sick. Yeah. And that that's hesitancy. Now you're, you know, relegated to anti-vaxxer status, a slang or slander term. And, and now they want to eliminate these things because it's promoting or, or creating bad publicity for the just accept vaccines and shut up and, you know, don't even question a thing. Don't hesitate well, for a moment or else we will come for you. My my theory on this is that people are listening. Mm-hmm. People are seeing things like what Josh Coleman and all these people did. Uh, the message is getting out. And what's happening now is people are actually looking into it. People are reading now, right? Rather than just going with what it is that they're told, they're actually reading. They're actually doing the research. And so I think now they're looking at that and going, oh, crap, what do we do? Yeah. Right? So check this out. They're trying to alter uh, the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program and saying if they can eliminate what they call item uh, 17, it's Roman numerals, gives HHS Secretary unilateral authority to keep any new vaccines out of the federal vaccine injury compensation program. The proposed change could take effect in mid-January of 2021, just as new COVID-19 vaccines would become available to the public. Uh, The HHS has said that injuries caused by the COVID-19 vaccines will be covered by the countermeasures injury compensation program, which has only paid out about a th- a three dozen claims in the past decade. And uh, there's no attorneys allowed in this case. I mean, you can't, you, you can't get payment for pain and suffering. It doesn't allow for hearings. It doesn't allow for appeals. So this is even worse than what the national vaccine injury compensation program has set to do. Well, initially it was set to be a no fault thing, but it, may, it was made worse by the U S Supreme court. If you're not sure about that de-evolution from what it was intended to be, you must simply must watch Andy Wakefield's film, 1986, The Act, and you will begin to see how the Supreme Court interpreted what wasn't there to expand the protection for vaccine manufacturers and to limit the compensation to those who are victimized by the vaccine mandates, theoretical or actual. Uh, so uh, this is big. Now, I know we're at the top of the hour, Super Donner. Any announcements we need to make before we take a break? we got a whole other hour of broadcast healing coming up. We do. Today is Giving Tuesday, and we've got a banner in the show notes here. We'll we'll talk about that here in the next hour. Okay. And uh, what else have we got coming up here? Um, how about a vaccine edu- education campaign? Not the kind that we would get behind. Okay. 
But this is one they're they're wanting to put out there uh, because you know there's so many of those pesky anti-vaxxer people out there. People you using critical thinking about. skills. We'll yes. talk about what they're going to do to make you not critically think if it's possible. Oh, and how about this? We got a new drug on the horizon. You know what this one's called? I do, an but you an, tell them. An anti-antibiotic. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. We got a lot to do. We'll see if we can get to your questions and comments. Those of you in the chat room. Thanks for being here. And thanks a shout out to all our patrons that supported us and were live with us on the Ask Me Anything number 11 on Zoom last night. Super Don's going to post that up for those of you who are patron supporters who didn't get to see it live. And oh man, there were some heavy questions and some very funny ones too. Uh, even from those who weren't there that submitted them in advance. You want to participate. You want to be a patron of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Come on. All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a nerd, but you guys are cool. Anyway, we'll be back in just a moment. Power to Heal is yours. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. I listen to get accurate, up-to-date information. I've learned so much from him. It is awesome. It's the best entertainment that I've found. You rock the health world. Keep it up. I love you. Now, the voice of health, freedom, and liberty, here's Robert Scott Bell. Now, thank you for being here. Thanks to Josh Coleman for joining us in hour one. What an amazing dude, right? He's a dude, right? And a dad. And I appreciate him so much. That's Father's Day for you. And you fathers out there, I know because we got more mom warriors out there. I'm just asking dad. Step Are we outnumbered? Step, oh, totally. We're outnumbered. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm asking for the dads to step it up or in the case of Super Don, grandpas uh, to mm -hmm. step it up, man, and, and realize that. Yeah, uh, the women are waking us up because oftentimes in uh, traditional families, they are more connected, if you will. And I say this physically because they're connected more frequently to the children and more sensitive to what's going on. And they've been the ones to observe the, the damage to the vaccines initially first. And then the dads kind of initially. And again, I know this is a generalization, but we're brought in reluctantly because it's like, oh, you're just seeing things. They wanted to believe the doctors, the authoritarian. They wouldn't do that. Right. And so we got warrior dads that are joining in on this. And I think applaud every one of you to step it up and be the warriors that you were meant to be w-a-r-r-i-o-r-s those kind of warriors not the ones that worry and don't do anything uh so thanks again to josh coleman and i appreciate you and my wife said uh super don on the break 
Mm-hmm. She said if we ever need to replay an hour, she loved the first hour. She thought it was so powerful and important. Um, the way we covered the, the Germans are coming, the totalitarianism concept, and how important it was to see and read that. So if you would, you know, seriously, I know that's a harder part of everything that you do is to reach out to folks for guesting, perhaps. But the author of that, I would love to talk to if it's possible, if it's possible. I know. Uh, so that would be amazing. So let's see what else we got in this uh, in this uh, hour. Do we need to know any announcements? Uh, I think we do have some announcements. So it's a, it's giving Tuesday, right? Giving Tuesday. It is. Yes. And if I go back to the show notes, I think you added one of the things that I uh, I think is very worthwhile of support. Those of you who have the capacity to do so uh, economically, monetarily. Uh, this is our friend Diane Miller and the crew from National Health Freedom Coalition. They're putting together for every state legislation that can stop the mandates, that can make sure no matter what they do with COVID crazy, that there will always be an opt out, that they can never force you to have this vaccine. So on uh, today's date, is it really December 1st? My it gosh. is the 1st of December. This yes. is crazy. Um, so if you can help support the National Health Freedom Coalition and Diane Miller and the crew, uh, they are very worthy of our support, your support. Uh, if you feel so inclined, we wanted to specifically point them out. Uh, their goal is to uh, raise 50000 by the end of the month. And I'm not telling you to, what to do. I'm just saying this is one of those that if you're not already aware of uh, the, the National Health Freedom Coalition, that uh, that would be great. Also, upcoming, this is free to join in. You want to learn more about the 5G and EMF nightmare. It's happening Two days from today, for those of you that listen and watch live, Thursday, December 3rd, 4 p.m. Eastern time, we're doing double duty. The 5G and EMF nightmare, uh, Trevor King is also hosting that as well. And you don't have to buy anything. Just sign up and you will learn about these things. You'll also learn about how to remediate them. But seriously, those of you who have already gotten your uh, key technology, QI technology, that's fantastic. What you want to do is learn more about why this is so important and there's always always more to learn so in that regard uh thank you in advance remember sign up even if you can't attend it live that way you'll have access to the archived version of that webinar if you will okay so that's happening anything else super don that i'm missing as far as updates um no i think that's it i i have a special request here though mm-hmm. uh, i haven't heard from the Bercolinos in a long time okay and apparently they've been on an extended trip across the country. And uh, one of the things that over on Patreon, mm-hmm. um, one of the perks is they, they have a special email address. A direct line to Superdon. Yes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And so I just got an email. So what do you say we do an impromptu question of the day? Okay. Can we do that? Do we? Here, I want to play it. I'm going to play the question of the day okay. thing so it's official. Here we go. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. All right. Question of the day coming from the Brooklinos. Where are they travel? Are they traveling through Italy? Is that what you said? I'm not, I don't know that they're in Italy. His question is about Italy, but he, okay. they're, they're presently, they've been on this extended trip across the country. They're in a, mo- a, a, a hotel room right now watching the show. Okay. Uh, and, and on a side note, he said that he's got choose to be healthy overnighting selenium to him right now because he ran out during this trip. Oh yeah. No, you don't want to run out of selenium. Yeah. But uh, he had this, this question here for you. Okay. Um, you got it. You, you see it there. You want me to read it? Read, please read it. Thank you. All right. Uh, it says why I'm sending this email is because I've read the study in Italy about the use of arsenicum album when symptoms began. 
I'm not sure what symptoms he's talking about here. Okay. I uh, read the what I didn't okay. get clear on was how the dosages were administered. I know we pull back once symptoms begin subsiding, but wondering with low-grade fever of 100.4, mm -hmm. would every few hours be best? And by the by, mm -hmm. I only have 200 C. Hmm. He says, thanks, Robert. It's been a long journey, stressful, okay. but it'll be worth it. So this is about a, a study in Italy about the use of a homeopathic remedy called Arsenicum album. It's arsenic in homeopathic form uh, when symptoms began. Now, we've talked about different remedies like aconitum napellus, which is really the ideal remedy for the earliest phase of symptoms, right before it gets, you know, you get the shivers, the shakes, you get a little paranoid, you take some aconite, and it's like, woo, it's done, I'm gone. Uh, arsenicum has some uh, symptom pictures that, that kind of correlate and can be used that way uh, in this particular study, which I don't know if we've reported on it, so I don't have uh, the, the delineated protocols, but with a 200C, that's typically a, a, a remedy of potency that you take once and you wait. And you wait and you wait before you just hit it again with another 200 C. However, with a low grade fever of 100.4, I would urge you to consider phosphorus, homeopathic phosphorus. And I heard the dogs in the background give me a second to that phosphorus. They, the cat, the dogs know the phosphorus. Uh, and that can be taken in, if you can get a lower attenuation, I tend to like to do like a 10X, 12X, 15X, 12C, you know, something like that. So you can take it frequently to gently nudge the body to do what it's designed to do. And that can help you overcome whatever is got you going, right? What is threatening you? Uh, so arsenicum at 200C, typically that one dose, that's a power dose. Uh, you're going to wait few days a week even before you take a second dose i know everybody's got their opinion on that so i'm not saying i'm the be all end all of what i'm saying i'm just responding to what i'm reading here not having access to whatever the study was about the use of arsenicum and i don't even know if this is specific for covid or something else because i don't have if they could send the link to the study to you super don so i can review it that would be great as well all right good to see you again Berkelinos. i haven't seen you in a while in the chat room yeah, no, welcome back uh, from a hotel room. Do not do not turn on the black light in that hotel room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Teasing. Well, I, I, yeah, I, we had some funnies last night, didn't we, in the, uh, in the chat room and in, in the direct questions and answers uh, for our AMA? Yeah, we had a few laughs. We had some it was very intense, though, too. Yeah, but we had to laugh. I, that's why, some, yeah. yeah, when one of the kids uh, uh, asked me a question, I, I gave an answer that only the adults understood, thankfully. <laughs> so, <laughs> it ended up being pretty funny. So, all right, so education, education and indoctrination. It's on our minds. Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health headline reads, COVID Collaborative Ad Council Launch Vaccine Education Campaign. A massive public education campaign is underway to convince people to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Despite the fact that not even one is on the market with an emergency use authorization. The Ad Council, a nonprofit advertising group, oh yeah, there's plenty of profit in there, the salaries they're pulling down, is partnering with the COVID Collaborative, a coalition of health experts in education and economy, on the $50 million vaccine education campaign announced November 23rd, one of the largest such efforts in history. I want you to, folks, pay attention to this. That's $50 million for those of you who are still stupid enough to be taxpayers. Oh, did I say that? I'm so sorry. But you're, you're, 
Hmm. What do you call that? Your rubes. You're being taken for a ride. There's not even a constitution that's in force apparently anymore when they could just say, let's take $50 million from the people of America and give it to a nonprofit Harvard public school, educate, whatever, to convince you to get vaccinated for a vaccine that's not even on the market and won't be approved by the FDA, but will only be on the market due to fraud. Emergency use authorization because they've purposefully suppressed and attacked any and every doctor who dares say, hey, you know what? We get COVID patients in here all the time and none of them die because we do hydroxy, zinc, whatever, you know, whatever it is. And they had to attack them because if there is an accepted medical treatment for this thing, then there is no basis to get an emergency use authorization for what they call COVID. It's crazy. It really is. Because even if they didn't have a treatment, which they do, many treatments, the fact of the matter is nobody's really dying from it except old people who were dying already and everybody else they can convince you didn't have a heart attack. It was COVID. Yeah. Didn't break an ankle walking the dog like Biden didn't. It was something. Oh, it's COVID. COVID did that. COVID broke his ankle. On and on it goes. The fraud, the deception, the lies. And that's basically what they're talking about. 50 million American taxpayer dollars being utilized, stolen from you to indoctrinate you, to program you or your fellow Americans that you must. It's your duty. It's your American, you know, you're not, you're not being a good citizen unless you acquiesce to a mandate to receive an experimental vaccine. I, I don't know how else to say it, Super Don. This, I mean, this should be, people should be in the streets outraged that their money is being used against them this way. But of course the people that are out in the streets, it's for their own good, Robert. Well, I mean, they want to, they want to somehow, uh, turn people, fellow Americans against fellow Americans. Just like we talked about in the opening of the show today, the good Germans are back, so to speak. Are they in every country? Are you going to believe the lies about those who dare to gather in groups to speak against totalitarianism which is what this is all about indoctrination to convince you that injecting experimental vaccines on the market via EUAs some never before ever been in the marketplace mRNA vaccines anybody to reprogram your genetic expression from within each cell Folks, this is a good use of you. This is why I say there's a certain point where the government must be delegitimized, that there is no basis for restriction or limitation to anything that it can do under an emergency. Remember, there's no escape clause. There is no escape clause in the Constitution. Yeah, everything in here to limit government, to delineate what government is supposed to do, the different branches, etc. ignore every limitation on that. In case we declare an emergency, what emergency could do that? Is it war? Well, it's germ warfare. Real or imagined perception becomes reality. They didn't need a real virus. As I've argued, non-isolation. Oh, it's isolated. Really? Not by any definition you'll recognize. If you haven't seen the lecture I gave at the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, it's still available through April. If you can, you could sign up 40 bucks. You can catch every bit of what went on at the Trinity Health Freedom Expo. For those of you who are patron supporters, I want to remind you that that lecture is up for you exclusively at our Patreon page, and you can become a member for as little as five bucks a month. 
as a bonus to you. We wanted you to have that. And I talk about what isolation is under their claim. And also, of course, we go into PCR tests on and on. This is absolute nonsense, non-science. In fact, it's anti-science what they're doing. It's, a, it's, a, it's an affront to all those who have critical thinking skills and who understand what a scientific method is or the scientific method is, none of which is being applied here. No inert placebo-controlled studies to bring these things out. We won't find out how bad it is until it's out for how long. And do you want to be one of the first? That's what the $50 million is trying to convince you. And they're not giving you the money. Although we will talk about the money because there's an article here that's pondering, hmm, I wonder if we should give you some money in order to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Yep, the Today Show online is covering this story. It says the financial incentive would help get the country to herd immunity faster, supporters say. But critics worry a payment would send the wrong message. The wrong message. If we pay you to take it, will you take it? They acknowledge the reluctance of many Americans to get the shot. It's like, well, maybe we can do it if we just pay them. Just give them money. Now, the indirect way of giving you money, of course, as we're talking about, they're setting the stage for a great economic reset and digitization of all monies, dollars inclusive, is to basically control your behavior. If they make cash illegal or impossible to use, then suddenly everybody has to participate that isn't connected via freedom cells or other methods. They starve you out and they say, if you want access to the money that you think you earned, you got to be a good little behaving American or whatever. And, and that will be, we withhold your money or we freeze your account until you get the vaccine. So it's an, a backdoor effort eventually. But what they're talking about is direct payment somehow. Like we'll tie in, uh, what do they call those economic stimulus things in COVID? What do they call those? Yeah, things it's called it. Well, it's a, the stimulus. It's the that's stimulus. what everybody's stimulus payments. That's what everybody's been waiting on. And they actually mm-hmm. make a, a comparison here. They, you've got these politicians that are saying, "Well, you know, it'll 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 be uh, you know like a stimulus payment mm-hmm. uh, with fringe benefits, right? You know, we'll, we'll, you, all you got to do is just get this shot, totally safe, FDA approved, got nothing to worry about, and here's fifteen hundred dollars." Yeah. If you well, want, the there's 15, a lot of people right now that would, that would convince them. Yeah. How, how criminal is this? Right. We're going to tie the money that we robbed from you already to give to the Harvard Chan school of public health to convince you to get vaccinated. Apparently it's not enough money. So we'll just give you the 1500 that we we're going to give you anyway, because of the, the stimulus without end, because we've destroyed the economy via government fiat. <clears throat> and then we'll give you, but hold on a minute. You want this money? Get the shot first. That's then right. we'll release it to you. You does see how this John, game is being played? Does John Delaney, I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly who he is, but uh, uh, he is saying that the price tag, that if they were to pull this off, mm-hmm. would be $400 billion. Yeah, what's well, a few billion and a hundred billion between what? But he's saying, oh, it'll pay for itself because the economy will be, will be boosted. Right. This is because the, this they'll is, end the, the pandemic. This is the charade. This is the lie. This is the fraud. Oh, if we could just get the shot into everybody, enough people, herd immunity kicks into being. And, you know, they don't even know. They don't even acknowledge the fact that people who have colds will test positive on the spit test. Like, oh, they got a COVID antibody. They had it or they have it. We don't know. And they're saying, oh, yeah, if we could just get enough people shot up, then we can all go back to work. And what we've heard from the so-called experts, the Fauci's of the world, is that, no, not so fast. 
we can get this shot out, but you're still going to have to wear a mask, Super Don. And you're still that first have to shot distance, well, may not. Yeah, the first shot may not even be enough. You'll have to wait mm-hmm. and then get the second shot. Yeah, suckers. I'm telling just... you. <laughs> Don't get it. That's my point here. Is yeah. we are being not asked. They're saying it's voluntary. You you need to support these efforts to enslave yourself, to have the government experiment upon you at the behest of the pharmaceutical church. There's no obligation to use your money to ca- to capture you and to keep you a captive. There's nothing moral, ethical, legal, correct about any of that. And when you wake up and realize, you, again, you're being duped. You're being deceived. You have a moral authority by God to stand up and say, no, I shall not no longer participate in this evil in this Luciferian agenda. And until you get that committed to the godliness of stepping up and saying, you know what? I am not going to participate. I am not going to contribute to the enslavement of my fellow man, woman, and child, much less medical experimentation, because then we get back to the German thing. Totalitarianism in the guise of, oh, it's not Nazism, but it's totalitarianism. And you're being coerced, questioned, you know, politely asked to participate to support it, to not protest, certainly not that, or we will turn your fellow ignorant Americans who are on so many drugs they can't see straight, they don't know what a constitution is, we will turn them against you by calling you names. Oh, wait, did that happen in Nazi Germany? Oops, yes, totalitarians use that technique (laughs) to divide via dehumanizing the enemy. Who is the enemy? Those of you who believe in freedom. There is a communist attempt, a, a coup right now, going on if anybody look super don i know maybe we're not privy to all of the evidence but if anybody thinks that biden got more votes than obama from his basement moron is is too kind of a word there is no world in which biden won this election fairly i'm talking fairly by counting all the legitimate votes i'm convinced of that now there's no question in my mind but there's so many things at stake america united states of america the last bastion for liberty to maintain itself and protect the entire domino dominoes of the world all the governments falling under the one world government new world order they've always known that american americans people who have come to america and immigrated to live here in freedom they've recognized they've witnessed they've watched what has happened the dissent movement away from defense of individual liberty into a totalitarian police state how was it done through doctatorship, the worshiping of medical experts, the turning over of your children's bodies and your bodies to the medical church, the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. Yeah, you worship it in church on Sundays, maybe Wednesdays, synagogue on Saturdays, temple, whatever. But the rest of the time, you've turned your bodies over to a ruling elite class of medical dunderheads who know nothing about the law of the terrain and actually think that this virus has been isolated and that there's a test for it. I'm sorry. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. And maybe you're waking up to not be impressed as well. The descent to tyranny, which has happened over generations has been primarily facilitated by our fear of germs our abandonment of critical thinking skills and the fear that is placed in us of the invisible 
despite the fact that those invisible critters and creatures are not invisible anymore through technology, but they also are not the causative agents of disease. They are the result of disease that precedes it via imbalances in your terrain through what? Poisoning your body back to health with drugs? A body that has already been poisoned by GMOs and pesticides and herbicides and fungicides and additives and preservatives and colorings and flavors. We have been a participant in our own demise. I can't, I can't blame the New World Odor Eaters. It's us. We've been the dupes. We fell for it. We raised our kids. I was raised fast food, chemically grown food. Look at all those beautiful colors coming into your body that are artificial. Look at them come out. Oh, wait, that doesn't look right. <laughs> and we, and we, we, you know, one day we wake up and go, Ooh, wait, no, that didn't make sense, did it? We need to go organic, not GMO. Oh, wait, no, the, that means you're orthorexic. You have a psychiatric disorder because you want to eat clean food. That's white privilege as well. Is it white privilege? It is, yeah. Because I don't even people, eat white bread. How people in be food deserts don't have access to it. Yeah. So there we go. Divide and conquer. You're racist if you want to eat cleanly. I want everybody to eat cleanly. We Let's say go to the food deserts and teach the people how to grow their own food, even in cities, or get out of the cities if you can. How many people have left New York City? I've heard numbers like 300,000 since yeah, this COVID crazy. Yeah, there's been a bit of an exodus uh, over the last several months. I don't know if people can sell their apartments at this point. I mean, who wants to be there who under that it, right? yeah. totalitarianism that is, you know, exemplified in these cities uh, ruled by collectivists of the Democrat Party at this point that don't they might be dupes as well. They might be rubes. They don't know they're being used. Useful idiots, as, as it's called. I think it's very insulting, but it could be appropriate that the chai comes really found a way to destroy America without firing, quote unquote, a shot. Although the COVID shot, interestingly enough, we go back to Fauci and when he was told he couldn't do his gain of function test in America, he sends those funds through NIAID that were already out there to the Wuhan China lab makes a great story. It actually happened. But then what happens? Then we have a story of a lab created virus that is going to kill everybody. Now we have vaccines coming out because very few of us recognized the ruse and had seen it before like john rapaport like celia farber like the late great david crow from rethinking aids we have witnessed this we have reported on it we have written about it we have broadcasted about it and here it was the playbook playing itself out because not enough of you were paying attention well you're paying attention now even super don's paying attention I don't, you, he's not napping at this point anyway <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, no, you're not. Gonna, it's a day. It's a rough day for Super D. He'll be okay. He stayed up late with me for the uh, Ask Me Anything. That's what happened. That's what happened. So, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, Super Don, let's talk about deputizing Walmart checkout clerks to vaccinate with Coke. <laughs> co- I've been warning you this was going to happen. Pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. close. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Also, let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Super Don mentioned the new drug category anti antibiotics. What's that? And uh, cancer shifting from a deadly disease to a chronic disease. We've talked about that before, but there's more information on that. And finally, good news. Is there good news? I know y'all want some. We'll find it or Super Don will. Right? I'll do my best. Okay, I know you always do. All right. Say thanks to our friends at Synergy Science. Remember, we're going to talk about the EMF dangers Thursday. Sign up. It's at robertscabell.com. 
Uh, you can learn about it for two minutes right Today, now. Today, we live in an omnipresent cloud of charged particles emitted by electronic devices, electromagnetic fields, WLAN, and radio waves. These particles penetrate our bodies and heat the water in our body tissues. Recent scientific studies have shown that this particle flux not only heats the cells in our bodies as if we were in a microwave oven, but damages them as well. At Key Technologies, we want to protect you from the negative effects of such particles, so we have developed the Key Home Cell and other products. The Key Home Cell creates a protective field that works like a filter, intercepting any dangerous particles before they can enter your body. Here we have a partial look at the inner workings of the Key Home Cell. The Key Home Cell generates a charge exchange between the water tubes, thereby discharging free electrons and releasing them into the room. Within 24 hours, the Key Home Cell creates a torus field. The free electrons formed in the torus use their negative charge to bind to the positively charged harmful particles, thereby rendering them harmless to you. The torus field has an effective range of 16.4 feet above and below, and 24.6 feet around the device. The torus field created by the Key Home Cell is transmitted and provides you with protection through the walls of your home. Not only humans and animals are shielded from harmful radiation, but plants and food too. Whether mobile radio waves or WLAN, any particles that come within the torus field can no longer cause any harm to you or your family. The Key Home Cell provides you with all-around protection, allowing you to communicate with absolute peace of mind when using your cell phone or any other electronic devices. The Key Home Cell's free electrons are transmitted into the water through the torus field and repairing the water structure that was destroyed by radiation particles. Water regains its ideal vibrating hexagonal grid structure. The difference is easy to taste and can be proven with laboratory testing. This type of perfect hexagonal water structure is found in fresh spring and healing water and has also been seen in snowflakes. The same effect happens with our food, which also contains water. The Key Home Cell greatly reduces radiation exposure from cell phones, laptops, WLAN transmitters, mobile terminals, and other sources of radiation. The Key Home Cell drastically reduces the thermal stress on your body tissue. It is very fast and very easy. With the Key Home Cell, you will experience a new quality of well-being within your home and more life energy without any unhealthy exposure to radiation. All right, home stretch here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, uh, Tuesday, December 1st edition. For those of you listening and watching live, UK Health Radio gets it on delay, but still just as good. It requires no expiration dating. And then we usually will do, time permitting, most of the time we can, uh, an end of the broadcast, and then we come back in a minute or so later to do just some informal bonus time today. So uh, we plan to do that as well. So if you want to stick around, those of you watching and listening live. Superdon, you sent another, uh, what, what is this, uh, a petition on homeopathy? Yeah, this is uh, uh, patron Christine, who was part of the AMA last night, was talking about this uh, petition that's uh, uh, right needing right. needing Here people to sign. They're they've got a goal of a hundred thousand. I think they've got around twenty four thousand. So now. yeah, there's only eighteen hours left, y'all. Uh, yeah. And so we need seventy five thousand more. Those of you who are inclined, um, Super Don added that link. Uh, it goes to homeopathychoice.org. There's a petition. You can make a comment. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't mean to be cynical about these things. I, I really don't. But I it just, you know, we've been dealing with FDA encroachment on the freedom to access and have homeopathy. This has been an ongoing issue since the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act of 1938 was passed in 1939. It's kind of like the moment the Constitution was ratified, there were people trying to destroy it. There's always that. 
and uh, freedom shall win out ultimately. But temporarily, at least, as I said, I want people to have options. Get your homeopathic remedies now. Reach out. We got Dr. King on this week, Healing Revolution. Uh, we will, yeah. Okay, Friday. That so right. uh, also James Lyons-Weiler. There's a vax versus unvax study that uh, PhD James Lyons-Weiler yep. is going We've to join him us. got him booked on for hour two well. on Friday. Yeah, so we've yep. already got a great, great Friday lineup set up for you. But I don't want the homeopathy to disappear. I don't think it will, but certainly in an economic sense, the illegitimate government, the delegitimized government that we should all recognize is not a constitutionally limited government anymore with the bureaucratic oligarchy that Jonathan E. Moore has been battling for years, decades now, is doing its level best to destroy your access to anything but pharmaceutical, pseudoscientific, toxic poison for your ailments. And so I will just briefly reiterate to look into options just in case. And even if it's not just in case, I love them. The quantum entanglement technology from Synergy Science with their Echo Water units, as well as the Limbic Arc, which is a subscription-based service that I have seen great benefit from, and my wife has as well. The more I use it, the more I say, you know, I don't want to be without it. So please investigate that. That's also available in the show notes. There are links and banners at robertscottbell.com. All right, so where are we? Bottom of the hour. Do we want to do the anti-antibiotic story now? This is so weird. Oh, no, no. In fact, I was, I was delayed because I said, well, they're going to deputize Walmart uh, checkout clerks for vaccination, right? Yeah, we can go there first if you want. Okay, so this is, and of course, it, it's a subtle exaggeration, right? I, I've been saying this, that when doctors and, and, and pharmacists and nurses, they all go, enough, we, we've seen it, this is bad. Who are they going to go to? Well, in this article, uh, NBC is reporting that uh, dentists and optometrists are vying to be the next shot givers. They want in. They want in. Why? Well, we're just being good stewards. We want to help out. Really? It's not because of the money you can make, theoretically or actually, from billing on shots in addition to whatever else you do? I, I just think, who else? Why not? Let's let the uh, fast food drive through uh, check out people as well and inject. They can go through a 10-hour program and come out and be able to do that, right? The paper boy, right? Hey, yeah, why not? Come in, get your shots, get your shots here. DoorDash, that's what they should do. They Because DoorDash is huge right now. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, you know, you can just pay like three times as much uh, to have them bring the food to your house because pandemic, right? That's how much it costs, three times as much? It's ridiculous. I've, I've used it a, a few times. Yeah. And it's triple. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous cost, but you're paying for the convenience. But yeah, DoorDash is just going door to door all over the place. So why not do that? You could have have VaxDash or something. Right. I Vax mean, you know, Dash, they could yeah. just here. Here's your cheeseburger. Let me give you a shot. But how 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 desperate are they, the ruling elites, to make sure everybody gets vaccinated? That they're actually going. You're not going to have to pay for the service. In fact, we'll pay you to get the shot. What does that tell you about the product? Right. How, how many products you got out there that are so wanted that it takes Herculean efforts of we will give you $1,000 if you just take this product, please just take this product. You won't take it. We're giving you money to take it. Think uh, about that. How bad does that product suck? Well, and it's just, it, look, somebody who's truly vaccine hesitant for the right reasons, it's like, how do you, how does money yeah. Um, make you go, oh, well, yeah, I'm not worried about it anymore. No, these you know? are principal I mean, unless you're going to point. take advantage of that person, exploit their financial situation 
in order to get them to get the vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some people that that would convince. But, you know, I was reading that article about the uh, the Ad Council and they're they're doing this this test messaging right now mm -hmm. on this this uh, education program uh, and they're targeting the vaccine hesitant people. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, I, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, uh, why are people vaccine hesitant, right? Yeah, um, we're holding and, and out what for more money, it? a better deal. Well, and, and I mean, but, but put the money aside. It's like, what in this education campaign are they going to uh, think is going to be effective in targeting vaccine hesitant people? What is it they're going to say? Because what are the questions people have? Even just the mildly hesitant people, what is it they're hesitant for? Uh, it's the things that I touched on, I think, yesterday. Uh, it's a brand new vaccine with brand new technology that's never been used in people before. And it, it, it goes in and, and messes with your RNA. And mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. That just doesn't sound right to me. What are they going to say? Well, just, just trust us. It's safe. But yeah, but you've never used it before. It's brand new. Yeah. You have no, you have no evidence really that, that this thing is safe. Well, the FDA is going to approve it. What, what does that mean? Everything that has killed everybody over the how long here that that you know you see all these these commercials on at two o'clock in the morning yeah. you know about if you have used blah 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 you know yeah. you are entitled to a compensation that's all FDA approved stuff so how is it telling me it's FDA approved going to convince me that it's something that I want to do so the only thing you know ultimately the only thing they're going to have to resort to is if you don't get it you're going to die. Right, it's going to be the fear thing. It call it an education campaign. It's a propaganda but they, campaign. They fail. They fail there because people are onto them. I do. You, well, and that and you're right. That, that's why you have so much vaccine that? hesitancy now compared yeah. to three years you, ago. Right. You got something that you claim is going to kill everybody, but it only kills 0.3 percent. Right. Most that. people don't know anybody who even yeah. got it. You know, I mean, some people, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the vast majority of people are still looking around, going. I, I, do you know anybody who got crying? I don't know anybody. But the, who got you know, there are people that say they got it. It was horrible. But I'm saying, well, how do you know you got it? Well, they gave me a test. Well, how do you know? I the was test? sick. But oh, you know no. what? How many people have been exactly. sick in the winter? You know, they I mean, it's like that's just that, a normal thing. Yeah, normal illness, seasonal issue is now all everything's COVID, which is the point of the absurdity as we're talking about. And Super D, I'm telling you, as we get more and more validation on all-cause mortality stats from every country involved in this claim that we're under pandemic, that thing crumbles fast. That's why they're so desperate, you know, whether it be the Biden thing, every other cheat that they've gone through, that they realize their time is running out. They have a very limited window to succeed in establishing totalitarianism before the people go, uh, whoa, no, uh, I was going to go along with some of this because I was afraid but now there's you clearly there's nothing to be afraid about. So the only other way that they can do it, if they're not going to buy you out, as I said, by giving you fifteen hundred bucks, right, to compensate you, or for by the, mandating it, or by mandating, you know? but, but they're yeah. not going to get away with mandates. So the soft mandate is we keep coming back to. It's the you don't have to get one, but if you don't, you don't have access to your bank account. You don't have access to the grocery store. You can't get in an Uber. You can't get it on an airplane, a bus, on and on it goes. And it's so it's the soft mandate. You know we've seen it in Australia. <laughs> They withhold the money that you normally yeah. you get in as Aussie if you have kids. Now you don't because you won't act. And those of who are well enough off will say, keep the money then. As you're to your point, it's not like people going, I'm a fair weather vaccinator. It's like, yeah, I just don't feel like it. No, these are people committed to their belief system because of experiences and investigation and critical thinking. So the great enemy of totalitarianism 
Critical thinking. And critical thinking happens in people that have detoxified from the cult of modern medicine and the cult of government, the cult of collectivism, the cult of communism and socialism, for which many of our fellow Americans that are operating under the illusion that the Democrats are for freedom of any kind, at this point, it's over. It's over. Much less most of the establishment Republicans. They're not for constitutionally limited government. Let's be honest about that. Uh, look, I, I've, I've been forward and open about my desire to see Trump get another four years because what other option do we have at this point? And that ultimately I would desire a country that followed the Constitution so much that you wouldn't care who's president or who was on the Supreme Court because the, the impact on our lives was so diminished by the restrictions and the change of the, constitutions, the Constitution that it, it almost wouldn't matter. But now it's life and death. I agree. Right now yeah. it yeah. is because of this. I was reading an article, I think, I want to say it was uh, from Reason, talking about how libertarians just don't have a home in either party. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's it's very true. It's been a very long time since being a libertarian was something where you could go, that's my guy, or that's mm-hmm. my person, or whatever. You know, I right, think since Bad Narek was running. Yo, Jorgensen was the one that was running. Most people did. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even really know who Yo Jorgensen was. Right. Um, but, you know, it's... Um, it's it kind of sucks not having a place in right. in uh, politics um, as a libertarian because mm-hmm. you know what do you do you know you you end up uh, either just not voting <laughs> which is me uh, or picking the lesser of two evils which I just can't right. stomach the idea yeah no and and I said uh, that's where I've been for years and the only thing that's uh, major league difference in terms of uh, Trump this time around is that vaccine mandates on the federal level would not even be attempted under Trump. Uh, and that's a huge issue for a lot of us. And, and, and you know, I acknowledge that it's not a purity litmus test. You're not a real libertarian, right? I get that. But what I'd like to see happen over that course of a four-year additional term is that we continue to push back on the oligarchy and defeat the deep state and restore local governance so that we realize through 10th Amendment, nullification, et cetera, that the feds do no longer have the authority to do what they claim they have, but the states themselves, because the governors are not governors of the state. As I point out, follow the bankers. All wars are bankers' wars. We're talking Federal Reserve, IMF, World Bank, dictating policy, as you see through G20 or other things, to establish the great global reset, which is an economic reset to put everybody on a slave plantation through digitized currency. Mandatory vaccinations. You want the, you want the access to the digital stuff? Uh, you're gonna have to cooperate with us. We say here are the rules, but it's not required. If you don't want access to your money, you don't have to get the shot, right? And so you see where it's going. And we continue to look. How do we decentralize? By the way, shout out to our good buddy Michael Bolden. Happy birthday, my brother, my friend. Appreciate all that you. You are a true gift to us here in America and around the world. Those who love liberty, Michael Bolden, Tenth Amendment Center. Happy birthday. I still can't believe he's a millennial. I mean, what happened to the rest of the millennials? Why can't they be like Michael Bolden? <laughs> he's an anomaly. Right? He's an anomaly in his yeah. generation. Bolden's amazing. Love Michael Bolden. So let's talk about anti-antibiotics. Now, my wife's going to be annoyed with the story because it's a double negative. She hates it when I do a double negative. So hey, I've, I've, we didn't we didn't come up with it on our own. You can blame Medical Express. Right. So we yeah. are. I have been curtailing my double negative use, and every time I hear it or see it or think it, I, I go, oh, I hear my <laughs> She's honey. She's got you trained really good. Yeah, yeah, my honey's got me trained. But here it is. Here's the story from Medical Express. Anti-antibiotic allows for use of antibiotics without driving <laughs> resistance. 
Dude, this is like this is almost like you remember the Super Bowl. They had that commercial for the drug for opioid induced constipation. Uh, constipation. Right. It's kind yeah. of like, oh, wait I a minute, see. you're doing it wrong, mm-hmm. right? Now, now they're talking about an, uh, 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 another drug that you take with the antibiotic mm-hmm. that will keep it from doing the damage of an antibiotic. Yeah. So it, they call this cholesteramine. Cholesteramine. Uh, is taken in conjunction with an antibiotic to prevent the antibiotic from driving antimicrobial resistance, according to new research by scientists at Penn State and the University of Michigan. And this is appearing in the journal eLife. They acknowledge is what we've talked about, antimicrobial resistance, which has come about in the era of antibiotics to the point where there are microbes that will, there's no antibiotic to stop them. Thankfully, we have silver. We'll get into that in a moment. But basically, this drug apparently binds the antibiotic. Now, I, look, I, I don't have time to go into the details of this, but here, Super Don, let me just posit this thought. We have a drug that does things we don't like. There are certain things we like about this drug, Super Don, but there are certain things we don't like. So we found another drug, an old drug. It's a cheap drug. If we give it to you while you take the drug, it will bind the drug so that it doesn't do as much as the drug normally did. And that's what how oh, about yeah i mean logic would sense then say well why don't you just not take the drug right or less of the drug i mean that's the same right. scenario isn't it but it's just so absurd the whole idea of decimating the gut the seat of the immune system with toxic chemo in the guise of an antibiotic to kill bad guys that are only there because you gave them the opportunity to be there through ignorance or arrogance and yet, we have so many antimicrobial options right now. The most of which, I think, is the bioactive silver hydrosol. I've raised my kids with sovereign silver in our Gen 23. And guess what? My kids, now 20 and 15, have never once, not once, had an antibiotic drug. The very thing they say, we're going to die if we don't have antibiotics. Well, apparently, you're, we're not. Another lie of the pharmaceutical church, the death mm-hmm. cult. My gosh, my kids have been raised. Yes, they've had infections. Yes, they've had illnesses. It's just normal for being on earth. Kids. And yet every time we were able to use homeopathy, herbs, supplements, but the key, if we were ever concerned about an infection overwhelming the body, the silver always came through. This is quite different, Super Don, than how you were raised and I was raised and my wife was raised. We were raised on those drugs. I was raised pharmaceutically. So how is it in one generation we completely converted to the point where our kids never had to resort to them once mine i mean silver now there are other things we talk about uh, enhancing immune response selenium we've talked about uh, beta glucan we've talked about so there's so many herbs echinacea there's so many things we can use to minimize the perceived or real need for an antibiotic chemo drug and yet here they're going well we know that these drugs are creating super bugs that we can't defeat so let's take another drug to stop some of the action of this drug that we're mm-hmm. giving. I mean, it's just so stupid. Makes sense. And by the way, I just looked it up. Cholesteramine, the brand yeah. name for that is Questrin. And I remember that uh, that that drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I so I looked up, you know what the number one side effect for cholesteramine is? No, what is it? Constipation. <laughs> 
So you hey. can take you can take the drug for <laughs> opioid induced constipation. That's right, cholesterol induced uh, uh, constipation. Right. We got to take a drug to counteract the effects of the drug that we took before, yes. and that drug. In fact, now we're doing it beforehand. We're taking a drug with the drug to bind and stop the bad effects of the drug. Oh, it's just yeah. so stupid. There you go. Just so stupid. Morons in the medical establishment actually think this is intelligent. Uh, let's see. Cancer shifts to crime. You know what? We've done this story before. It's new. I know it's new at Medical Express. Uh, it, it, they're managing cancer. So they're trying to say it's not a death sentence. Like they're having to come our way, but their no, idea is managing disease, it like a chronic yeah. disease. Uh, it's not like that hasn't been covered by the truth about cancer, Ty and Charlene and all that they've done. We've talked about it. I've lectured on it. They've shifted to it's chronic disease management. What have I said about the profitability of big pharma? It's managing diseases, never curing them. But they just now admit it. Ah, curing cancer. Why even bother? Let's just manage it. It's much more profitable. Keep you alive and milk you for all your worth on the way out instead of reversing cancer with selenium, for instance, and other things. Finally, this is what I'd like to uh, end the official broadcast today on a story about good news. Here's the story out of study finds. It says good news wanted four in five Americans desperate to be cheered up after difficult 2020. And that's why some of you will say, hey, there wasn't enough funny in the show today. And I, and I feel for you. I want more funny in the show while we're covering serious issues. And last night at the AMA, we had some funny. Apparently, we even had some people comment. Thank you for bringing the funny. So what's the good news, Super Don? Please, please tell us some good news. You know, I think Joshua Coleman being on today and the success mm-hmm. of the event that took place over the last couple of days mm-hmm. is like super awesome news. And I would encourage people, if you haven't done it yet, go over to Facebook and check out that page. Okay. Because there's no way you can scroll down that page on Facebook where they've got all of the the, the posts from people that went out and put those banners over the, the freeways and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can come away from that and not feel good. A little bit uplifted. Right? right? And inspired. Absolutely. I agree. I, I think, and, and Joshua, God bless you, my friend. Thank you for being on the show and all that you've done to inspire others. And everybody that went out and did this on a Sunday during Thanksgiving week in America and other places around the world. Uh, it's terrific. I did it once. It wasn't a holiday weekend to my memory. It was just like a Saturday afternoon that we did that. And it was great. Met some new people, just shared camaraderie and no fear. People were engaged. I mean, that's the kind of thing we need more of. And that's the good news that we can come together and not come together in fear, but despite the fear that everybody else is holding. And you become a living example for those who are still in fear, as I said. So they see, my gosh, I don't have to be afraid. Super Don's not afraid. RSB's not afraid. Josh Coleman's not afraid. You know, name all of y'all in the in the chat room. You're not afraid. Now, I, you know, I could say I'm afraid of totalitarianism, but I recognize how it happens incrementally, and that was the point of opening today. So go back and listen and share the opening monologue, please, with everybody. Share the show. Become a patron supporter if you can, and we'll do even more. But I, I thank you for your comments your questions your support and it is giving tuesday so find something that is uplifting to you that you feel good about giving to whether it be economically or in time and energy or just by sharing the good works and we'll uh take a break here and come back we're gonna have to uh, cut the uh the feed in a moment but we'll be back for those of you who want to listen to the bonus time we'll see where we go and i appreciate you so so very much super don thanks my brother and mm-hmm. happy birthday michael bolden back in a moment after this break Thank you, UK Health Radio. The power to heal is yours. 
The Robert Scott Bell Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott Bell Show.